Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Cal's Chronicles. This is episode one. We have an effective podcast today. Um, for anybody interested, the show's geared towards anyone. Um, the podcast is going to be talking about anything and this could appeal to you. Today's topic, we are talking about my father's experience and knowledge of being an athletic director. You will learn a variety of knowledge about being an athletic director, what it takes, the likes and dislikes, and more. So we're going to get right into it, and we're going to introduce my dad, and we're just going to start right up with the questions. What degrees do you hold? I have a bachelor's degree in education and a master's degree in education. Okay, what do you like about your job? Obviously, being an athletic director, the thing I enjoy most is the athletic competitions. Okay, and what dislikes do you have about this job? You know, everybody thinks that being an athletic director, you just kind of show up and you watch athletic events. But there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things, dealing with budgets, dealing with policy, dealing with academics of your student-athletes. And oftentimes, um, some of those things lead to conflicts. And so there there are conflicts that are necessary at times. It isn't fun. uh, But I would have to say the positives far outweigh the negatives. Rough estimate of your earnings? Rough estimate anywhere from $95,000 to $105,000 a year. Why did you choose this occupation? Long story short, I was in education, uh, teaching and coaching, and there was some uncertainties with layoffs in the teaching profession at the time. And I saw an opportunity actually for an ad in the, in the newspaper, uh, like the old days, a wanted ad for an athletic director at uh, Delta College. So I applied for that position, um, went through the hiring process, interviews and all of that, and they offered me the position. Um, so that's how I got into the business of being a, a college athletic director. What are like the conditions of this job, like uh, environment? Well, the, the environments inside, outside, I mean, with everything from baseball, softball, cross country track to basketballs, volleyball games, you deal with the elements. There's times, you know, when you're you're in a gym um, and it's nice and warm and cozy. And then there's times when you're at baseball and softball games, the middle and end of March, where it's snowing and sleeting. And for the people who don't know what an, what an athletic director is, can you please describe the job? Basically, my position as an athletic director is to oversee our overall athletic programs in community college. And what that entails is how do they fit in within the college's mission? How do we put opportunities out there for student athletes to participate at the community college level in athletics? Unlike high school and four-year athletics, where at the high school level, most of their student athletes that show the aptitude to compete at the college level are trying to get their kids recruited and move them on. At the four-year institutional level, where it's much more competitive, they're trying to recruit student athletes and bring them in. Uh, where, where What I do and what I do in supporting my coaches, we do both. We both recruit student athletes to come into our programs, and then we want to see as many of them as possible move on to four-year institutions. So we also work on getting them recruited by those four-year institutions. If you would, and then this will lead on to our next question, but 
what would you have to do to achieve to get an athletic director? And then the next question was, how much experience would you need to get to your level of being an athletic director? Obviously, um, there's there's many different routes to get to where I'm at, but the most common route, I guess, would be getting into education and coaching. You know, I often get asked by students as well at our level that interview me, you know, what what would I see as an ideal path? And it is. It's coach, volunteer coaching, assistant coaching, becoming a head coach, paying your dues. Anything like this is just gaining as much experience as possible. As an athletic director, what do you look for in a coach? Um, I always look passion. You know, I actually had a conversation not too long ago with a coach who sent me in the texting we were doing say that they were probably too old. And, And I replied, no, age has nothing to do with it if you still have the passion for the game. And that's easy for me, at least. That's easy for me to see in a coach, either through the interview process or just from normal social activities that I'm engaged with with the coach. Obviously, besides that, an, an, an aptitude to coach, an aptitude to understand the game, an aptitude to learn about the game, to see the nuances. And then one of the other things is a coach has to be coachable. Uh, they have to be able to take effective leadership so they can have that administrator, that athletic director, help grow their programs and make their programs prosperous. How do you allocate funds to different sports? Well, there's a few different ways. It's obviously there's set budgets for, for all the sports that we have. And the most common way, at least when it's the general funds, the actual funds provided by the college, it's got to be equitable. That's, that's based on the Title IX laws that have been around since the early 70s. Now, as far as fundraising funds, donations, we really have no true control over that. So one, the men's basketball program might raise more money than the women's basketball program. But when it comes down to the actual dollars that the college gives, it's, it's very equitable. How do you define success in athletics? Well, it depends on what level you're at, but I'll, so I'll use our level as an example. We define success, and I'll be honest with you, I'm competitive. Whenever we have our student-athlete orientations and I address all of the student-athletes at once, I tell them I'm competitive. I want to win. But there's different levels and and different types of success. Obviously, there's the success on the the field of competition. We want to win. There's, you know, success in the classroom. You know, how many academic All-Americans can we have? How many academic All-American teams can we have? And then there's the success of moving those kids on, like I talked about earlier. You know, what can we do to put those kids, those student athletes in position to where if their talent level is there, that they're going to be able to move on to a four-year institution and continue to compete and continue to compete, hopefully, um, with a scholarship. What steps would you take to ensure your own growth as a professional or your coaches? As I stated before, we all can always learn. Uh, For myself, it's in any profession, any level, it's networking. It's picking the brains of your peers, finding out what works for them, what doesn't work for them. As far as a coaching staff, one of the things I always try and talk to them about is, one, having them understand their strengths and their weaknesses. And then if you're building a coaching staff, you want your assistant coach's strengths to be your weaknesses. 
That way you have a well-rounded staff. You have people seeing things from a different perspective. You don't want all of your coaches to be just like you. You want to have a diverse staff. You want to have a staff that is very included and inclusive. Everybody is, is you know, rowing the boat in the same direction, so to speak, but with different strengths. What do you believe is the appropriate role of parents in an athletic program? Again, I think we have to talk about the levels a little bit. You know, obviously at the K-12 level, parents have a much bigger role and a much bigger say. Not that they have a huge say or should have a huge say, but at the collegiate level, not so much. And, and I've had those conversations with parents where they've called me and they wanted to have a meeting with, you know, my softball coach and myself and their student athlete because they don't feel their kids getting treated fairly or playing enough. And, and I simply tell them, you know, at the college level, this is competitive college athletics. Um, we don't have those conversations. If your student athlete, your son or daughter, has an issue with their coach, then they can go talk to their coach. But we're not going to have a big powwow where mom and dad's going to demand that their, you know, Johnny or Jane's going to play. I always tell them at the college level, athletics is a privilege. It's not a right. And if they feel their, their student athlete isn't getting what they deserve at our institution, then they can always go somewhere else at a different institution and, and try and play there. For our final question, how do you support your coaches? I feel I support them in many ways. Um, at least I try to. We all support each other, so to speak. Obviously, I support them with budgeting, with some a lot of the administrative stuff. You know, setting up schedules, travel, officials, game workers. You know, take those things off their hands to where at a lot of different levels, the coaches have to do that. But I also support them, you know, emotionally. You know, we lean on each other. We vent to each other about certain things, even in our personal lives. You know, we support them. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest cheerleader that Lansing Community College has. You know, I, I try and get to know as many of my student athletes and build that extra layer of comfort and support to take some of that pressure off of my coaches. Uh, I support them in recruiting whenever they bring a student athlete on campus. You know, I always tell them, hey, Unless I'm in some important meeting with my president or dean, you know, come get me. You know, I'll step out and talk to mom and dad and, and Johnny and Jane for a couple minutes, you know, just to give them that other layer of comfort. Thank you, Mr. Malik, for answering our questions. Just as a quick summary, we discussed what it takes to be an athletic director and what an athletic director is. Thank you, everybody, for listening in, and uh, I hope you return next time for our second episode of Cal's Chronicles.